0: hello and welcome to Wednesday Night Whenever, the podcast that brings you inside our student ministry here at Watson Baptist Church. And here in Watson, Louisiana, I'm your friendly neighborhood student pastor, Matt, and thank you for joining us. Um, Man, this was a fun week. We got to have our our, uh, monthly Q&A Wednesday and got to hang out with um, Miss Danae Long. She is uh, one of our students' moms, but she's also one of the principals at the local high school and and this is one of the, you know, I think it's maybe the only, it's the second time we've had somebody from outside of our church come and sit down with us for some Q and A. And man, it was just, it was so much fun. Um, you know, she, uh, she definitely has, has some, has some stories and, um, you know, God has impacted her life in such a- amazing ways. And, and you're going to get to hear that. And, um, so my, my hope and prayer is that you're encouraged by Miss Danae and, uh, and just her sitting down and, and sharing her life with um, with us and the, the students. And, and so just uh, hope you enjoy. But let's go ahead and rewind it back to Wednesday night. Um, all right. Well, uh, introduce yourself a bit. Who
1: are you? Okay. My name is uh, Danae Long. I am born and raised in Livingston Parish. Um, I'm married to my husband, Casey. Uh, we have three sons. Uh, Noah is 23, Luke is 19, uh, Caleb is 14, almost 15, um, and I am an assistant principal at Live Oak High School, and I dabble in real estate on the side. And um, we go to uh, Journey Church in Watson, um, and we are um, Christians. That's so, awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, that's really cool. And one of the, you know, one of the big reasons—not really reasons why I wanted you to come, but but it it it, you know, it was one of those those big things. I was like, oh wow, that's amazing. You know, you said you're you're one of the principals at the high school. Yes. which is which is amazing. How
1: long have you been in um, in education? So I've been in education about 23 years. I taught your stepson Brody. Yeah, there he is. Um, and I've taught uh, I've taught a couple of kids in this room. Um, 23 years, but um, three in administration. Wow,
0: that's amazing. So yeah, so and how was yeah how was that jump for you from from teaching to administration?
1: I mean, like the goal is always to help teachers be able to do the best job that they can do. So if you've got good administrators um, that can support your teachers, then it just makes learning easier for the kids. So you ultimately are still doing it to benefit the children, but you're right. just doing it in a different way than in, in the classroom. Yeah, so, that's really cool. I like it.
0: Um. So how long have you been in Watson? Are you from this area?
1: I'm from Walker. Yeah, oh, my okay. whole life. Yeah, I was so born. I was born at Woman's Hospital in Baton Rouge in 1977. Uh, we lived in a house in Walker. And then whenever I got married, we also lived in Walker. I thought it would be in Walker my whole life. And God had other plans because I got a job offer um, at Live Oak Elementary in 2002. And I was like, I don't even know where Live Oak, where is Watson? My husband was like, let me take you down 16. I'll show you where it is. And really, that's where God started uh, being really active in my life. So it's really, it's God's plan the whole time.
0: That's so, that's so cool. So yeah, you're... Like right up the road then you went. Yes. That's amazing. Um, okay, so tell us a little bit about growing up then. You, you grew up in Walker. So how was growing up for you? How You know, your family, things like that. What was, so it, what was it like? So I
1: have, um, I grew up with my parents and I have a brother. Uh, Todd is my oldest brother. Suzanne is my middle sister. I'm the baby of the group. Um, and we grew up in a Christian household. We went to church every Sunday. I thought every person in the world went to my church on Sunday because my vision was, you know, That's as hilarious. a kid. That's Annie,
0: hilarious. Annie said that just the other day. We were talking, and you were like, you know, there are more people that go to different churches and things like that. We were, But you don't
1: realize that when yeah. you're a kid. You just see, like, you just assume everyone goes. And I did go to a large church, and we had several services, so I just assumed everyone went there. Yeah. Um, My parents were very active in church ministry. Um, We were very active in church. Um, I remember like praying at night and my dad would make us, if we were mean to each other during the day, like y'all did highs and lows. We had to ask for forgiveness. So if you had, I don't know, hit your brother did lied about something you had to go to that person and ask forgiveness or whatever you going to lock
0: that down he go. was sorry he, buddy
1: yeah i was raised i remember like on the way to church uh uh-uh, we're praying this is what we're doing um so i mean like some of that is decided for you but anytime you have christian parents that raise you that's our job as parents is to steer you in the right way we want you to make your own decision about your salvation but we're definitely gonna try and lead you to the path that leads you to christ yeah definitely
0: awesome um so so yeah so you grew up in a christian household you do you had this this christian upbringing um how was was that life how did that life translate to school life like so i'm guessing you went to Walker walker high yeah um
1: i was somewhat active we tried to have like a youth group in high school um It was not extremely active, but every time the doors were open, I was there. I was seeking Christ at a very young age. Like, I can remember my mom listened to worship music, and I constantly wanted to listen and sing. And I would even go in a room. This is back when we had a record player, and I would play (laughs) records. She used to listen to, like, Dallas Holmes, His Last Days. And it was basically, like, the final days before Christ was crucified. And I remember doing things like that. But I also distinctly remember in eighth grade, I think that's when I really understood that it was not just an image. It wasn't just a high God record, which I don't know what that is, but it's basically worship music for kids in the 1970s. So, I mean, there was more than that. Um, It started in eighth grade where I think I had an awareness that Christ was calling me into a deeper relationship, which actually did not happen in the denomination that I was in. And I ended up doing uh, God led me somewhere else that I'd never expected to go. Oh, okay.
0: Very cool. I want to get into that. Okay. I want to get into that. Um, okay. So, so you, uh, so you, you were pretty active in different clubs. I'm guessing you have any any like favorite classes you remember in school or any favorite I groups was in, you were in. I was
1: in sports med like Annie. I loved it.
0: That's awesome. I lettered
1: in football, boys basketball, and boys track. So back in the day, we didn't letter in sports med. We actually lettered in the, in the sport, sport that we actually participated wow. in. And I ran like I ran the track meets. I was very involved in athletics. But on the managing side of it, which would make sense that I would want to be a principal because I do. Like <laughs> I like to be in charge of stuff. So I yeah. learned very young that I was good at being bossy and I liked it. That's so. fantastic. It's just leadership skills. But
0: there you go. That's right. So. Yeah, there is no bossy. Piece. You know, yeah. it's all it's, it's all leadership skills. That's right.
1: There
0: you go. Um, okay, but that's that's really neat. So um, so yeah, let's get to the let's get to the meat. So you know, what is what is your testament? Like, how did you come to so, be a okay. Christian? Okay, so
1: we were um, we and we were even married. I'm not saying I, I don't want to say I wasn't a Christian, but I was definitely living in bondage as a Christian. I was not living in the fullness that Christ had died to give me because of just some maybe misconceptions. I feel like I was raised in a church that could sometimes be like the Pharisees, right? I have to do these things. And if I do these things, then I'm equaled. To my salvation, right? If I go to church on Sunday, if I go to youth group on Sunday night, if I do this, if I do that, if I'm a good person. So, um, so my husband and I were married. We had, um, you were even, you were a baby. Caleb was a baby. So we had three kids. We were actively going to the church that I grew up in. My husband, um, went to church with me. We took the kids together and we did like when my husband, um, First joined the church. We entered like a... um. It was um sort of like a Sunday school class, but it didn't take place on Sunday morning. You actually went to somebody's house during the week. So like a small group. Some churches like are too large. Yes. Yeah, some churches are too large to do that all on the church grounds. Mm-hmm. So we were actively seeking Christ, but I was definitely living in bondage. And so I can remember... My husband was trying to probably get a... I think he he worked at Winn-Dixie when he was younger. And he was trying to get a job promotion. And I felt like he kept getting passed over. And I basically said something to the effect of... Um, it's because we didn't um, go to church enough. It's because we didn't do this enough. God is punishing us. And my husband was like, what are you talking about? You have lost your mind. Why do you think that? So I began to share... And I'm not saying it was necessarily taught in the church, but there were things that occurred that made me equate. If I do this, Mm -hmm. if I say this, then I am saved and God will do good things for me. Right. And he was like, babe, that is not, that's not the gospel. You're confused. So Mm -hmm. honestly, I was a good, I mean, if he, if if I'm, I mean, it was like 12 years ago Mm -hmm. because he was like a baby. We were like 18 months so then he was like, no, that's, that's not how it works. So I can remember sitting in that church and in that church, you couldn't, um, they did not have Sunday school in the morning. They did not have a nursery for your kids. So you went to church, the whole family went. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, Caleb's probably crying. He's an infant. Luke's, you know, Luke was so hyper. I thought for you were going to say like that was last Luke week. Luke was we're like crying. spinning. Luke was like spinning on the floor. Noah's like trying <laughs> to probably play on my iPhone. And I literally said this out loud in church. And I was like, I looked at my husband. I said, "What are we doing here? Why are we here?" And he was like, "And there's people around us." And I was like, "There's that church um, down the street in, in Live Oak, and I want to, I want to go check it out." And he's like, look, and there's people around us. I'm like, let's go. And we packed up our stuff, and we walked out, and I just started crying because I think I knew that Christ was calling me into something that I really hadn't experienced. I had scratched the surface. I was raised in a home where my parents did teach me that Christ died for my sins. I knew that, but I was missing the part where the salvation wasn't up to me. And I'm not good enough, but living like you're not good enough, and always thinking God's going to not do what you need him to do or that, not not that you need him to do it, but that Christ wasn't going to answer prayers or bless us based on something I did just was, that's just mm. stinking thinking. That's mm. just wrong. Um, I didn't, I, I don't deserve Christ's forgiveness but he gives it to me anyway. Mm-hmm. And and my salvation is not based on what I did but what on he what he did and that's where I was getting it wrong. I thought I was trying to do all these things to be right. good and I mean, you know, the Bible says talks about works but you don't do works to be saved you do good works because you are saved right. because christ made a difference in your life you're going to go out and do these things and i uh we joined a which i would suggest for anyone to do we joined a bible teaching church that only taught the bible they did not teach catechism they did not teach religion they taught about jesus um and we joined a sunday school class and we got super active the kids were very active um, we wanted Noah to be raised in a youth group, and, and he mm-hmm. really was. Um, and it, it's funny because once we joined the church, they would we would read scripture or the pastor would preach about something. I would be like, hey, I sang that song in church when I was a kid. And that's the one thing about my denomination. We did sing, but and we sang the Bible. You're singing the Bible. Right. Just some of the execution or maybe some of the pastors I had just... I felt like did not. they just did not convey the gospel the mm-hmm. way I wanted my children to hear. That Christ died for you, and it's a free gift that you can accept. Now, if you right. accept it, it's going to come with a price. Everything comes with a price. If you choose to be a Christian, you're going to have to give something up to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. Right? And maybe the music and I completely change. I, you can talk to people from my early teaching years to now. <laughs> totally different. Wow. Um, the way that I treated people the way I mean I was the way that I spoke about people the way that I lift people up I'm just a different person it's because Christ is in me and it humbled me Mm. a lot like I am extremely uh forgiving person I have a faith I believe and it doesn't mean that it's always going to work out it doesn't mean that because you're a believer God's going to fix everything it's not like that but I knew that if I knew that we were going to be okay, and I knew that we were in a Bible teaching church. It's what I wanted for my family, and it. And my husband was raised like that, so he was like, oh, "Great, nice for you to join us." <laughs> right. So, yeah. so
0: when was when was that moment? When was that change? You know, where you you realized that hey, you know, um, you know, I, I had it, I had it wrong, you know, and that you had this kind of. Come to Jesus meeting where you understood exactly what the gospel was about. And and it was
1: very internal. I think when we walked out of that church, Christ was like calling me to something greater. Because why would I ever like name another church? I have been raised in that church Mm -hmm. from... My mom was pregnant with me in that church. I was baptized in that church. Everything, I got married in that church. My kids were baptized as infants in that church. So why would I all of a sudden be like, hey, I want to go to XYZ church, and I named the church, Mm -hmm. and I just, I don't know, I guess, and it's definitely the Holy Spirit. God was just like, hey come over here, come here. Mm-hmm. And I went and it just made everything make sense. Like why, if you know, it talks about in the Bible, how God creates good works in advance for you to do. And that's why God put me at Live Oak in the first place. That's why I got my first teaching job there. And everything mm-hmm. was to eventually lead me into a deeper, uh, fulfilling relationship with Christ. Christ.
0: Nice. Okay. So is it like you got up and left and it was like,
1: I never yeah. went back. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, and also just like, I mean, like, like just the bondage of like, I mean, I can remember just being in worship and being like, I'm gonna raise my hands and I felt faith. I felt, and you don't have to do it, but for me, it was mm-hmm. just very freeing. Mm-hmm. Um, not being able to eat meat on Fridays during Lent and not feeling like oh, I'm going to go to hell. I ate a piece of meat. Right. That's not, and I'm not saying, and I do think the reasoning behind that makes sense. It is sacrificial. But if you're doing it because you think God's going to do something and not because your heart says, I believe in fasting and praying and I believe that Mm -hmm. it works. However, if you're doing it because you're checking a box, it's not, your heart's not in the right place.
0: Oh, most definitely. Um okay so um so you had that experience in that moment you know where yeah. where it just clicked you know and um that that's amazing I so, got baptized,
1: I got re I got baptized yeah because I, was, I was baptized as an infant so I did not feel right. like it was a believers baptism um Caleb had a similar thing where he, he uh, and I really thought at the time whenever he had made a decision to be baptized that that was what he wanted but later on I think he was kind of like me when you have that light bulb moment you're like no I'm doing that again mm-hmm. because my and you can know, you can know God, right? Like you can go on Facebook, right? I can probably go on anybody's, now y'all don't really have Facebook, but adults do. I can go on one of your mom's, one of your dad's Facebook, and I can tell you everything about them, couldn't I? I could look at their pictures and be like, oh, you, they, they went to the beach last weekend, they did this, but there's a difference between knowing somebody and knowing somebody. So I went from being God's Facebook friend to knowing God and having a personal relationship with that, Him. That's a,
0: that's a good that's a good analogy. I've, I've heard like you know I can know everything I can know all the stats about Michael Jordan or Jaden Daniels who should be in the running for Heisman. I think he is now number one. He
1: should be number
0: one. Oh, he should be number one. <laughs> one. Yeah, I, I can know you know everything about Jaden Daniels and the fact that his his stats say that he should be Heisman. Um, and I can know that I can know all that about him, but I don't know him personally. Like I'm not going to walk up to shoe and be like, Hey, Jaden, you know. Um yeah so that that's that's a great analogy. Uh okay so um that's awesome. I'm I'm glad to hear you know that you had that moment and you know where everything clicked and then you know had the baptism that was that outward sign right of that new birth and that's awesome. Um so since then you know since that moment mm-hmm. you know what what has God done since then?
1: So just um I got you know you kind of start with justification now you're in sanctification uh, sometimes and look I still struggle with not being good enough because that's kind of what I carry like I'm not good enough I'm not a good enough administrator I'm not a good enough mom right y'all feel like I'm not a good enough student I'm not a good enough in the band I'm not good enough my AP classes y'all feel all of those things and it doesn't mean that's never going to go away but that is definitely Satan knowing that that's kind of a weak spot and some people have that more than others that's mine um so just definitely being intentional with my time um definitely, uh, attending church regularly. It's, it's really what God calls us to do to be a member of a faith community. Um, being active in my church. We're in a life group. Um, He continues to move all all the time. Just even me, like, moving into administration at the high school. Like, I taught elementary school for, like, 19 years. And then I was like, oh, (laughs) I'm going to go do high school. And my mom was like, don't do that. You're going to ruin your career. I was Livingston Parish District Teacher of the Year. I was a very good elementary teacher. I probably could have moved up there. And I was like, no, God's calling me somewhere else. And um, just kind of trusting God, stepping out in faith. Um, and different things that I do, um, but keeping everything grounded in what Christ calls me to do.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So um, if you could go back to a teenage, Danae, what is some advice that you would give her?
1: Oh, I said, do better in school, study. (laughs) I didn't make bad grades, but I mean, now the way y'all focus on academics... In the 90s, you were just like, oh, you made A's, B's, and C's. That's good. Right. I was smart. But, again, I think it was that I was not good enough. So, therefore, I wouldn't even really try. Because I really didn't think I was smart. I didn't think I was pretty. I did not. Like, anything about my image, academically, school, I just didn't. I just felt like I didn't really fit in. So, I guess it's find confidence in yourself. And you're capable to do more than than you think you are with the grace of God, with God's help. Yeah well that's awesome
0: well thank you so much for that Uh, any any cool any stories any like really fun stories about being an administrator or teacher like you have any that stick out
1: I don't know. I'm thinking. We had it one time when I was in elementary school. We had a possum that got loose in the school, and all the teachers <laughs> were, like, climbed on top of the desk, and it was a possum scaring. It was like a possum. And then when they caught it, they got on the intercom and said, we're having, I don't know, possum stew? I don't know. It was not fun. <laughs> That's yeah. great. We did have a student, and y'all know this. Remember during pictures, we had to do the fire drill in the middle of pictures? Do y'all remember we had a fire drill? Some of y'all were upstairs taking pictures in the library because some kid acts pulled the fire alarm i like how you almost
0: said accidentally but then you didn't say accidentally so now i'm starting to think it's not an accident he
1: he he probably didn't mean to do it but he definitely did it but like the whole (laughs) school had to be evacuated and i'm over crisis management and i was like what and Uh, then i called the people from the district i'm like i can count this as a fire drill right because we all evacuated and they're like yeah nice well there you go you got you you
0: got a fire drill free fire drill that's awesome. Oh, that's um, fun. Any any fun because I'm I'm starting to get into the realm of rapid fire. But before we do, because we were talking, you you would share a story beforehand about, yeah. about about you know camp camp you ministry know. is
1: yeah I love yeah. I really believe in camp ministry. I think all three of my children were saved at church camp. I believe in it. I believe it gets you away from the day to day. I think y'all should take their phones and put them in a lockbox. Don't give them to them. Because I think that's really the best thing to do. We used to bring, like, a tackle box and we'd lock them up. Nice. Um, Just because you need to unplug and completely immerse yourself. You do. You do. Um, Just get rid of distractions. I believe in camp ministry, yeah. Yeah. I like working with the youth, um, which I kind of had done. And I actually went. It's funny because before God moved me to the high school, he moved me from one ministry. I was over a one. I was the commander. And he just was like, hey, I want you to go do high school. And so I started doing that, which I really do think. So I'm not so shocked anymore if I deal with discipline or anything, because at first I would have just been like, what? <laughs> but as you work with teens in ministry, you see different things come up and it yeah. kind of prepared my heart for, You're, I mean, you're doing ministry. If you're working in school, you're doing ministry. I mean, whether you call it that or not, you're True. counseling kids, you're working with students, um, you watch kids make really bad decisions and you see kids make really good decisions. And sometimes you're guiding them through um, the negative parts of their life. So. Yeah.
0: Well, you had a funny story that involved frogs.
1: Yeah. So we had a, uh, we went to Camp Fuego one year, and um, my middle son, Luke, was going, and I went as a chaperone. And so I was the only one that was probably like a teacher. So they were just kind of whatever. And this kid was like playing around the grass before we went in for worship, and it's like this great big gymnasium. And I was like, dude, come on, like, we got to go, we got to go. So he comes in, and I don't know what he's doing. He's got his hands in his pockets, but I wouldn't think anything of it. So we get in there, and they're uh, they're doing, uh, that. someone is up there leading worship, and he begins to take, fro- I mean, there were it was in Eunice, Louisiana, so I don't know how many tree frogs are out there, but he just starts putting them, and they're <laughs> everywhere. And the girls are screaming and jumping, because there's all of a sudden frogs on the ground. And so I... I told him to pick him up, so he picked him up, and we're going out, and the youth pastor looks at me, and I was like, frogs, he has frogs, <laughs> and he was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: that is, oh, I that is, not yeah, that's something, that's something, please don't do that, guys, please don't, and girls, I mean, I don't know, y'all might like frogs, the only would be like, Sean. yeah, Sean, you would do, I that. Would do that, I know, um, well, yeah. awesome, well, thank you for sharing your life, you know, thank your y'all. testimony, We are going to do some rapid fire stuff and then I'm going to let them answer questions. Uh, So
1: rapid fire, let's see, books or movies? Books. Books, okay. I'm I'm an avid reader. Are you? I'm actually reading The Five Names of God by Tony uh, Shire. It's Priscilla Shire's dad. Evans, Tony Evans. Yeah. It goes through like Elohim, Jehovah, and it explains it because right. they were. You know, you sometimes you sing songs at church, and I was like, I don't even know what that is. So, right. I was just studying up. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Uh, I was going to ask you, hey, yeah, you have any favorite books? To Kill a Mockingbird. Is it favorite? Which is one that I think every high school student probably has reading read it that right
1: ones. now in freshman. Oh, English nice. Notes. Okay,
0: well, good. Mm-hmm. If they need Cliff Notes, go see her. Hey guys, uh, would well, you have any favorite movies? You like? You like movies? Yeah, Rocky. That was
1: funny because we were just. Okay. Rocky 2 is the best one. That's Rocky cool. I, like, I made like, them watch Rocky when they were very young. Yeah, because yeah. it's the the true underdog story, and that's it is. what life's about. Yeah, I like that he had to fight his way to win.
0: Oh, that is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. All right. Um.
1: Uh. Your favorite class. To teach or to. Be in? To teach. Um, I like teaching anything: social studies or English. Okay. Um, to be in, like, I enjoyed psychology. I was actually a psych major in college Three. first, but then I realized you probably need to get your PhD, and I didn't want to go to school for that long, so I was like, Ay. Yeah.
0: I'm taking uh, counseling right now and majoring in counseling at seminary. It's so interesting. It, yeah. is. it is. I think
1: I could have done that, too. Yeah. I could have had a second job.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I like it. Um, coke or Pepsi?
1: Coke. Yeah.
0: Cherry Coke? Diet. Uh, <laughs> cherry Coke. I'm a big Cherry Coke fan. Thumbs down. Uh,
1: Do you not like Coke? If you go to Louisiana, oh, I was going to say, if you go to Louisiana Tech, it's Pepsi products. If you talk to David Orges, the youth pastor really? I vote, or he used to be the youth pastor to my boys. Yeah, he loved Pepsi, and I was wondering why, and then I took Luke to move in at Tech, and it's a Pepsi school. like sport. Pepsi. Pepsi's good. Yeah. Um, you have a favorite hobby? I like to read, and I love, love LSU football. Yeah, all all LSU sports. Yes, we have season tickets. We're avid nice. fans. We love it. Yeah. That's really cool. Well, hey, well, I,
0: now that I know that, I, my dad has season tickets too. I'm up there quite a bit. That's fun. Uh, you have a favorite uh, favorite genre of music? Oh, I
1: like '90s country. Garth. Good country. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you I got I got front row seats to Garth Brooks not too long ago. Oh, we nice. went to the concert and we were in the nosebleed. And this guy was walking around with a lanyard, and I was like, "Hey, are you the guy that takes people from the nosebleed and moves them to the front row?" And he was like, "Yeah, I am." I said, "Hey, what? I'm a teacher. You should definitely let me go. My friend's a teacher too." And he was like. Oh, okay, come on, and I was like, "Hey, we got front row seats."
0: That's <laughs> amazing. The one at the uh, soccer yes. stadium, in
1: front row seats. Oh my no, gosh, not that one. Oh, the okay. one in okay. uh, he just did one in New Orleans. No, oh, front row nice. in the Superdome. Yeah, that was, was the one with Laney with Lainey, awesome. Lainey Wilson. Wilson. Yeah,
0: okay, that's awesome.
1: So you never know. It you just ask people be, things. It pays to be chatty. Talk to go. people. You never know.
0: It does. It really does. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Uh, beach or mountains? Mountains. Yeah, like the Rocky Mountains Tim, or yeah, anything. Smoky Tennessee. Mountains. I love Smoky, Smoky. Mountains, nice. yeah. yes. Uh, let's see. Your favorite vacation.
1: Favorite vacation. Oh, we went to Europe this summer. Oh, yeah. London, Paris, and Rome. We got to go to the Vatican in Rome That's and cool. do like the Roman ruins and the Colosseum. And Rome is, oh, it was amazing. And the yeah. food. Oh. Yeah,
0: my wife's, my wife's been there and she just talks about the pizza.
1: It's amazing. It's oh, yeah. great. Oh, yeah. You ate. We ate a lot, but you walk a lot, so you burn off gelato. Right.
0: I know. When I lived in the UK, that's all I, I ate and I walked, and yeah. that was it. And I, I,
1: enjoyed, I lost weight. I enjoyed London too, but the food in Rome was superb. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so I UK bet. food.
0: Oh it, yeah, definitely a little I bit more taste. Um, sorry if there's anybody in the UK listening, but it's we true. like we
1: like you guys too.
0: Um, What's so? I was going to ask you the coolest place you've ever been. Would that be Would that be um, Rome?
1: Yeah, and the Eiffel Tower. We Went to Paris too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably
0: the that's probably the best I've been. Nice, that's that's so cool. Uh, let's see. Okay, okay. Now, most important question.
1: Ooh.
0: Most important question. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or ten duck-sized horses, and why?
1: I guess one. One horse-sized duck. Okay, why? Because I just feel like it would be easier to pull the feathers out and, like,
0: yeah. to defeat it. Right? Because yeah. It's in the feathers?
1: I would think it would hurt if you plucked their feathers. I would think so. That's,
0: that's, that's a new one. We it have is. Not heard it that, is. It we'll is. It, it is a new one. It is a new one. Pluck the feathers, it would hurt. Yeah. So, Andrew, that's another one for your camp, too. Yeah. That's funny. Actually, it's funny. We were going i was gonna talk about this next week, but since we had this question, so at, for camp this year, we get free like lapel pins, and we get to design them. And I sent them a picture of a horse-sized duck and ten duck-sized horses, and with Watson Baptist Church. And I'm gonna see if they can make that into our pin. So we'll see.
1: Oh wait, so the, the ducks could have been. Wait, what? what horses the would have Like been the little d- enamel nice? lapel pins that you oh, want to put sh- on things? I should sh- have shirt? done that. No, I j- no, 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 too late. Too I could have like, just like, kicked like, down the yeah, little mini horses. Down. I didn't think about it. Okay.
0: Wow. <laughs> I know. I know. Do you want to change your answer? No, no, oh, no you okay. can't. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So that is that ends the, the rapid fire portion. Now it's gonna, I'm going to open up to student questions. Uh, raise your hand if you have a question for. For Miss Danae, I saw the first one over here. With All right, Morgan, Morgan, what's up? So, I know I've
1: seen in the round a lot that teachers can typically like, read
0: students based off the of first impressions and stuff they notice about them. Okay. Have you been able to do that over your life? Have you been able to test the first impressions of students? Because he hears that, that teachers have a sixth sense and they know I think, exactly. Oh,
1: yeah, I can tell. Oh, yeah. More than on more than one occasion. So, so yeah. I was saying, like, you could look at a student maybe not just like look at your face but like your mannerisms just how i interact with you on the first time yeah so like i had you pegged the first time i met you like where i met you met you because you were always very respectful you were like you were i was like oh yeah he's a good kid i like him so
0: props for morgan same
1: for Bo. yeah annie when did you meet your husband when did i what?
0: when did you meet your husband
1: oh we met well we went to high school together Um, all, well, I think eighth grade all the way through, but we started dating whenever I was a senior and he was his first year in college. So we've been we've been married for 25 years, but we've been together for like 27. Wow. That's awesome.
0: Good question. Um, yeah, great.
1: Well, Caleb Caleb is the favorite, so... He said you would say that. He says that okay. all the time. So you said Howard. different in comparative government. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember
0: that? You Wait, what did I do? Questions? You said you said that Caleb thinks he's the favorite. I
1: am. but Yeah.
0: He definitely thinks he's oh, the favorite. Oh, I know. I mean,
1: like, let's you be honest. Luke is now. the by far the most responsible, best grades. He never gives any lip. Oh, but 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 he's straight personality so he's always been fun i can tell y'all i can tell y'all fun caleb stories so so
0: in second
1: place clonic i hear about like reverse it's like thing that a has under every like i can't say it out loud um uh, like something they did that was like funny or like really bad like
0: the sauce burning funny bad not like bad bad hold on <laughs> So what is what is the funniest bad thing a student has done that you can talk about? Mischievous. I like that word. A senior prank.
1: But senior pranks are planned. That's all planned. That that's not a surprise. I got arrested
0: for my senior prank. That's a whole different story. If we do, if you ever Q and A Q&A me, that will be, be a that'll be a story. You've never had a bad senior prank though. Wait, really? I'm trying to think.
1: Kind of, kind of. Can't even think of anything. I'll I'll think about it and I'll get back to it. Okay. I can't even. Yeah. Nothing that nothing they do I think is funny probably at the time, <laughs> and I may laugh about it later. But I'm just like, like, do you think before you do that? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Like recently at the you know my wife's school she uh, they had a, a kid bring a BB gun to school.
1: I did see that. But, that was very scary. But it wasn't like, you know, he
0: he was, he, he was, he just wanted to show it to his friends. He just thought it was cool. He wanted to show it all. <laughs> Which is, it's mischievous, but it is bad.
1: Yeah, you should not bring it Probably not that, yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, think about that. Any other questions? Morgan, again. So, what's one thing that you wish was at my boat that is not at my Ooh, what's one thing you wish? R-O-T-C. Oh, there you, that's what he wanted to hear. I
1: know. I know he does. R-O-T-C. Yeah. I yeah. wish we could have it, yeah. Hey, I thought of something. I thought of a mischievous uh, thing. Okay. okay. This is back to the elementary years, okay? There was There were these kids in this class. Caleb, don't tell the story. There were these kids in this class... And they, um, they basically had, like, a gum pact, right? So, like, they're all in the same class. And, like, it's your day to bring gum, and you'd have to bring gum because mm-hmm. You'd pass out juicy fruits to everybody. So they were just kind of taking turns bringing gum. I don't think it was the whole class, but it was, like, five or six kids that were, like, bringing gum every day. And they told this one kid, it's your day to bring the gum. You have to bring the gum. So, as the day goes on, kid number one throws up. Kid number two throws up. Kids are throwing up. And we're like, dude, what is going on? Why (laughs) are you throwing up? And they said, it's the medicine gum, the medicine gum. Well, the kid went in his mom's purse and got (gasps) gum, but it was Nicorette. Like, the gum Uh, that helps you stop smoking, and it actually has tobacco in it. And if you're probably... 10 years old and weighs 60 pounds, it's probably going to make you sick. Therefore, it did make me oh, sick. Oh, man. So, yeah, it was Nicoretta. It was nicotine oh, gum. Man. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I really think the kid, the kid was 10. They didn't know. Of course. They literally thought it was gum. and the kids It kind of looks like gum packets. So then we had to figure oh, out who chewed the gum. So we told them, like, who, we said who ate the expired gum. It might, we think it's making you sick. And that's how we figured out who actually Ate the nicotine
0: gum oh wow that's that's yeah, that, probably
1: I laughed about that one for like a week because of the teacher that it happened to <laughs> bless it little bless grant bless it um, I just thought that story was about to end up like Sandlot like whenever they were like chewing actual tobacco yes I mean like, because I I saw I heard people throwing up and i was like oh no technically I about it that. probably yeah. had traces in it yeah oh it had, I'm sure it had nicotine in it yeah yeah, yeah. Caleb. Right. What do you not know about know me? Boss. No, Rank my friends. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> I think you do have, I like your friends. I think you have good friends. I love all of y'all. Sean.
0: better, lasagna or spaghetti.
1: Uh, probably, la- I like lasagna. Yeah. I like cheese. I'd, I feel yeah. like that's kind of not yeah. a hard one. Yeah. Cheese I don't know.
0: and creamy and spread yeah. it's, it's and
1: like Caesar salad.
0: It's like a piece of cake, almost. Yeah, peanut. Yeah. It's good. Yes. McDonald's or Chick-fil-A?
1: Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you were to choose any class to teach, like, what would
0: you teach? Like, any class,
1: um, like back again. Uh, oh, I would like to teach Mr. Harrison's AP psychology. Does he, they made babies today, and the kids have to like take care of them for the next 10 days. They still do that? He's always doing cool stuff. We had, no. we had to do that. <laughs> By the end of the day, they're supposed to be like, they're, they're to like adults, and some of them hot glue the pacifiers to the mouth. So they're supposed
0: to be adults. The like they're supposed
1: to be This one kid made like a little bitty, bitty preemie baby, and then the other kid had like a diabetic baby because it was like he, oh, yes.
0: Okay, this is a little more of a serious question, but uh, what's one thing that you see young ladies going through, struggling with today that, what's some advice that you would give young ladies on certain challenges that they face today? The
1: biggest challenge they face is their phones. Honestly, and being tempted with social media, believing everything on social media, and then responding on social media, which is really the guys, too. That social media, the the way that they, they the your phone does not see you the way that Christ sees you, and they allow that to play a big part in their life. And the drama, stop with the drama, but <laughs> take it to the... Take it to the throne before you take it to the phone. But y'all, they text it and write it before they even process it. I think having that available, which I wish we could just not have them at school because they're just so tempted. Um, But also I think uh, with young ladies, just wanting to fit in, um, wanting to be a part of a group. I see so many students that just feel like they don't belong anywhere. So I would ask if you're a Christian young lady, be inclusive to people. You never know what somebody's going through, and guys, same thing with y'all. You don't know that kid that's sitting alone at lunch; like they just want, they really just want a friend. That's what they want. It's true. And and getting to know someone may spark a friendship, right? You can invite them to church, and then they'll meet Jesus, and they'll have lots of friends. Yep. Brody. Cats and dogs. Dogs all the way. <laughs> What's your favorite point in history to learn about? My favorite what? What's your favorite point of what what? history? Point in history to What's your favorite
0: point in history to learn about?
1: Oh, I was very fascinated with, like, the Civil War when I was a child. I loved, um, I read the book uh, Gone with the Wind, the Mm -hmm. movie, the dresses. And honestly, I thought it was all, you know, because Scarlett O'Hara was so beautiful, the Mm -hmm. Annabelle dresses. (laughs) But then you realize there's, like, this whole nasty war going on. Yeah. So, and then... um, that was the biggest turning point. in The United States is when the slaves got free, and that the nation was finally gonna be like moving in the right direction. So when we yeah. finally really became the United States, I think that we were meant to be. Yeah, so.
0: that's really cool. Any other any other questions? Yes. So. Oh, oh my <laughs> he doesn't, doesn't have all night. Night.
1: <laughs> He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any <laughs> that <laughs> I want to know about.
0: There you go. Let's, so, yeah, let's probably keep it that way. Any other? Any other questions? The
1: one that
0: the you have a favorite, like uh, book of the Bible? Um.
1: Uh, um. Yes, John. Definitely. The Gospel
0: of John. Uh huh. Mm, John
1: good. and um, Philippians, the whole book.
0: We're studying Philippians right now. Philippians
1: is really good. Yeah. Matt Chandler's an excellent, excellent Bible teacher. Um, he's the lead teaching yeah. pastor at uh, the Village Church, mm-hmm. but he does like a study on Philippians, and he like just probably because he's been to seminary school. Yeah. I don't even know, did he go to seminary? school? Mm-hmm. I think he did. He did. <laughs> he's well. I'm pretty sure he did. He's he like he has a great he has a great salvation story, but um, he told it the other day. He was talking about. I listen to him on uh Tuesday mornings. This mm-hmm. he'll release his message of the week. And uh yeah, Philippians yeah, is really amazing, good. yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah, we're studying Philippians
1: right now. New Testament, yep. all the way.
0: Yep. It's been it's been good. Um
1: Caleb. Caleb. Do you like my band? I do like your band. Good, good. job. Morgan. What's your favorite? The one that has the little bird thing whenever he yells.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know
1: what it says. a pterodactyl. Yeah, have you never seen the the movie y'all are Jurassic, doing your truck or treat us? Jurassic Park. When he yells in Jurassic Park, the little things come
0: Yeah, on. or like the, the or thing that, yeah. Maybe it's the whole it, thing. Yeah, on. and he spits, the spitting yeah. the spitting thing. That's yeah. what, that's it. The what? The Yeah, that yeah. thing. That guy. Go. goes out that way. Yeah. I mean, it goes out this way. Yeah. yeah. And it shakes, and then it venom Yeah, that's him. That's him. Um, any other questions? That's a good question. Oh, I was going to, yeah, you have, you have, like, a a Bible verse that, that really, it's kind of, because, you know, sometimes people have, like, some people have, like, life verses. Like a life verse? Yeah, do you have anything like that? I
1: mean, I mean, I guess the one, which is probably, I'm not saying it's not a good verse, but, like, um... For all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. I guess yeah. to remind myself, like I am not the only person. Nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't want y'all to think because you may sure. end up in my office one day, and the world is not going to end because everybody, everybody sins. I sin, you sin. Um, sometimes we get caught in our sin. And sometimes we don't. Um, but also just to know that I am a sinner saved by yeah. grace. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah. What well, I was what I was saying at the beginning. You know, one of the big reasons why, you know, I was really excited. For you to for you to, to come and hang mm-hmm. out with us is because you know you're you're and a school administrator mm-hmm. you're you're you know a lot of these kids see you daily, um, and it's and I think it's just really good for them to, to know and understand that there are people in their school, um, you know, in leadership positions who care about them who yeah. care about them not just physically in, in their education but mm-hmm. spiritually.
1: spiritually. So I will say that uh, all four of if you go to Oak High School. Miss Jones, Mr. Jones, Mr. Fosbender, and myself—we're all Christians. Every one of us. We, uh, Bo and Caleb and Morgan have been there before. We pray before school every Tuesday morning. Um, we have a Bible study on Monday mornings with um, different. It's, it, mm-hmm. it could be anyone on campus. It's a lot of the coaches and stuff. Um, there's people that love you, and there's people that are praying for you. There's people that pray over your classrooms. There's people that pray over your lives. Um, our job as a ministry is to uh, support you and help you. Uh, graduating in your future but I got no problem if you know you need to talk my door is always open that's
0: awesome well thank you so much for, for hanging out for me. yeah thank you so much well hey I hope you enjoyed that you know this is uh these Q&A Wednesday episodes I know they're some of our most popular ones um, and I really think this is um, you yeah, know this was one of uh, <laughs> I'd hate to pick favorites when it comes to these but this was definitely a great one um you know being able to sit across from her and just hear her story but and like i said you know during the interview you know my hope and prayer is that these kids came away knowing that there are people in their schools who care about them who care enough about them spiritually that they pray for them this is a huge huge thing and you know and i I wish more schools had administrators like Miss Danae, like Miss Beth, you know, like the these teachers that are at the high school. I mean, it's, it's amazing to hear that they pray for their students, that they pray for the classrooms. And, and um, you know, and my hope and, and prayer was that this can catch on, you know, this just isn't just one school that there, are you know, many other schools out there doing this and that will do this and it's just great. But, uh, this was amazing. I loved it. Um, thank miss. I just, I just thank her for, for joining us and spending her time here at Watson Baptist Church with us. Um, but yeah, so just pray for her, keep praying for her and, and what she's doing. And it's amazing. <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm just so excited, but if you like this, Hey, don't, uh, you know, feel, feel free to, to like, and subscribe, you know, and, and, um, you know, subscribe so that you, you, you're aware of, or you get a notification when there are more episodes, um, out. We'll have, we're gonna take a break next week. Uh, we want there will not be a new episode next week. Um, we're doing something different on Wednesday night next week because our students are out of school, and, and so we're just gonna be kind of hanging out. And we're gonna be, um, you know, this is I guess a plug for a video series we do on Sunday night. It's called Dark Room Faith. We're gonna be watching the video and, and just taking some time to discuss it. So um, there won't be an episode um, next week, but. We'll be back the following week, back in Philippians, and we'll be in chapter two. So if you want to do some, some reading ahead, go for it. But um, hey, you're dismissed, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks.